0: Hi, Louis. How are you? I'm very well, man. Thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad as, uh, as well. Doing well. Um, I was watching, just before I had on this call, I was watching your set at Transmit. Mm-hmm. Now, that, was, that was very cool to watch. Um, Getting Goosebumps, especially uh, early on oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With, with Grace. And uh, So for you, walking on that stage after, after the couple of years that we've had and, and having people kind of belt out those songs back to you, what, what does that to you?
1: It was crazy, Transmit especially, because Transmit was one of those ones where I was I was like exceedingly nervous leading up to it and I wasn't really sure what to expect. And yeah, I was just a bit, I, I was shitting myself for lack of a better word, but um, it was weird because uh, uh, when we went on and we started singing Grace, I just was like overcome with emotion and I started to like cry, which was weird during the first song. It was just like this weird, weird wave of like, Cause I was so nervous for that one, but then it was just like, oh, this is going to be okay. Like when I s- started singing and I heard everybody's response, like I heard everybody's um, uh, reaction, and I heard how loud people were singing. I was like, I don't know. I just felt I felt at ease, and then it just became this thing of like, oh, no, no, this will be fine. This will be good. And it was just like some weird, yeah. It was just, I don't know if it was like a if it was like some sort of like pent up. Emotion inside of me, but like when when I, I went out and realised that you know it was going to be good and that people still wanted to see us play and all the rest of it, it just uh, yeah, it just set me off.
0: Yeah, the bit with uh, what you're saying at the end there, because that that was what I was thinking about when you you posted something on Instagram a while ago uh, about feeling feeling. The, feeling the pressure of for of writing this new album so so having this field of people kind of shouting back at you and cheering and, and does that give some sense of confirmation that you're still allowed to be here?
1: Um, yeah I mean maybe confirmation is probably the wrong word but it's nice to know that people still want to come and see us play mm. uh, even if it is just the old songs do you know what I mean who knows about um, the new we'll see what happens if we release the new <laughs> stuff and nobody wants to come and see us that's a different kettle of fish altogether but um but yeah, for now it's like uh, I it was yeah, it was really nice just to be like, oh, there's people who still want to come and see us play, and that's like a, that that in itself is is a, a really um, a really encouraging encouraging uh, feeling and an encouraging sight.
0: And if we flip it, then what is your feeling towards playing live, especially after having been unable to do so, being on stage and kind of getting those emotions out anyway?
1: Oh, I love it! It's amazing, man. It's good to be back. Like that—that's the thing. I—I I always say this, but like, I never got into music to play, to to to, to make music videos. Do you know what I mean? I got into yeah. music to like to play live. So to be able to come out and do that again and see the reaction of people is, is pretty um yeah, it's pretty special, man. And I and I'm, I feel very privileged to be in <laughs> that that position and to 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 continue to. To continue to get to do that and 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 yeah, it's it's just this, yeah that 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 that's the incredible thing. That's the best part of it all. So I, like, and then it, obviously as you say like, with the last couple of years we've had to see that and to see people's reaction and to see it all come together. It's just um, yeah. It was just it was just special.
0: I saw another video of you. Uh, I think I think it was you and Nile uh, surprising this 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 busker. And to mm. me, I've I've always felt kind of just the man and his guitar. That's kind of the 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 core or, or of making music. So if we take you back to to when you started, yeah. what was the feeling like? Just you and the guitar, and 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 just I think still at a very young age going out there in front of people.
1: Uh, it was just but the, what I remember doing it back then was just like the love of doing it. Like, do you know what I mean? I think that was the that was the thing, and that's what propelled you. It wasn't like, it wasn't about like, f- w- there was no ulterior motive. There was no like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to do this because I'm going to make loads of money or I'm going to become famous. and thought, It was just like, it was just a good buzz because it was like, oh, I'm just doing this because I love playing music and I love being up in front of these people. And and everything. And it's like, you would get, you would be excited to go and play to 20 people or even less than that in an empty pub. And like, that, that, you would play like 10 gigs and nine of those gigs would be absolutely dog shit. But then one of them would be amazing and that would keep you going till fucking three weeks down the line. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it was just like, yeah, those are like my best, those are still probably still my favourite memories of playing music. And it's like, like, even even now, even though we're doing all these incredible things and playing, um, playing, um, excuse me, playing uh, playing um, transmit and playing uh, all these festivals of like Reading Glastonbury or whatever even though that's incredible and it's an amazing thing it's still the best memories are still like rocking up with a guitar like rocking up to a, a, a gig like yeah. a venue in Glasgow and uh, just kind of like plugging in and sound checking really quickly, and then pissing off for a bit, and then coming back and watching all the other bands, and then you going on, and then watching the rest of the band. Like just something about that is always going to is always going to be um, um, hold a special place in my heart.
0: Can you sh- can you share either good or bad one of your uh, of your favorite memories, or something that just pops into your head right now of the mm-hmm. uh, of that time?
1: I remember um, my probably worst one was I was twelve years old and I was I was scheduled to my brother got me this gig at the Battle of the Bands thing, um, in a place called Harley's in Bathgate, which was now uh which is now a, an Italian restaurant, uh, but uh, he got me that gig, and it was like oh this is great this is amazing it was going to be I think it would have been my first gig at the time, and then I showed up and I did uh, my I did my sound check, and as I was doing my sound check, my brother, the the woman who was booking the gig was there, and you know, my brother went up to her and said, like, "As as I was sound checking, saying, can you believe you weren't going to let him play?'" And she goes, "Is that the twelve year old?" And my brother goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And she goes, "Get him out of here right now. He can't be in here." And I had to, get, I got kicked out before I even started the gig. So it was like, like, I like, was just like. So I, I never got to play, so that's probably one of the worst ones, but it's just one of the ones that, like, I mean, whatever, it all happens for a reason, et cetera, et cetera, but um, that was one. And then um, the, one of the best memories is probably, I used to be in a band called The Resolve with my friend Adam Warrington, who now plays guitar for Youngblood. Yes. Um, and we uh, we used to, like, put on gigs by ourselves, like, and. Like, and this there was this pub in Livingston, I can't remember the name of it, but like, um, we used to just put on gigs there, and they used to always sell us alcohol, even though we were underage and stuff, so it was good. That's probably why it shut down on that pub, but we put on our own gigs there, and I remember them being like these incredible, incredible fucking gigs, and like the atmosphere was great, and it was just a bunch of like kids getting absolutely steaming and, and having the best time, do you know what I mean? And I think those for us were really, were really special,
0: and and as you. Should... Compare that, as you mentioned, to to kind of where you are now, having these, uh, playing these huge festivals, having everybody come just to see you uh, at, at your own uh, headlining gigs. When did it kind of become serious in a way for you? Or, or is that kind of why you try to to not take things too seriously as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say it's ever become serious. I okay. think it's important to try and maintain some sort of, uh, some sort of like, the the bigger it gets, the more ridiculous it is. So mm. the more easy it is to not take it seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think it's, yeah, for me and my own sanity, it's it's important to, to to not take it seriously and to just let it in and to just let it be, yeah, just let it, let the sort of um, the insanity and the ridiculousness of it all like be at the forefront and, and remember that this isn't actually real life and this is just like, <laughs> for me this is just like this small bit of my life where I'm doing this mental stuff and it probably won't last forever so it's just about enjoying it and, and having a laugh with it while we can and and that's it basically
0: When it comes to the ridiculousness then is, is there one thing you can mention I mean I, I don't want you to go, uh, call out anybody but, yeah. but the, the, is there one thing you can mention about kind of
1: the industry being ridiculous oh yeah definitely i mean it's just i mean there's plenty have you ever seen like the uk office yeah, yeah sure. I, I was always I, I was actually having a conversation with someone uh this girl called katie gregson mcleod who's 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 gone mad on TikTok recently and she's um She's down having meetings with labels and that. And I was just we were just having a chat. And it's like the music industry is filled with like David Brent type characters.
0: Like okay. it's them. Like,
1: do you know what I mean? It's like, um, so so I remember when we were signing or going to sign my first record deal and going to meet like labels and et cetera, et cetera. I remember going into a meeting in America. And it was like with this guy who, as I was walking in to the meeting, was had obviously not listened to any of my tunes and was just like, like googling it as as we were going in. <laughs> and he was listening to like the remix of one of my songs. And uh, we were like, I was like, All right, cool, but it could just be like he's listening to a remix or whatever. It's fine, just. But he goes, um, so I are sitting having a conversation, and obviously he's uh, he's telling me. Man, you're the bi- You're the biggest thing ever. I think you're great. You should come join us because you're incredible. And I think you're a once in a generation artist. Blah blah blah. All this fucking bullshit. And then he was like, "Yeah, man, your song's a great party anthem. It's a vibe. It's a bit like." And I was just like, "What?" I was like, "You're not like. Oh, you've not even fucking listened to the tunes. You know what I mean?" So it's like stuff like that is probably the the. the it doesn't matter. Like these people will blow smoke up your ass and all the rest of it. But an actual fact. They don't know it, like they don't, they don't right. care that much. Do you know what I mean? They only want it because everybody else wants. A it's piece a business, of it. right? Yeah, exactly. And that's it. And I think that's a really important thing as well. Um That I always try and say to new artists: remember that, that that on the label side of things, it is a business. And these people, it's easy to get caught up in it and going, "Wow, they're saying I'm I'm a career artist and I'm amazing. I'm I'm going to like change the world and all the rest of it." But and actually, but like my dad's quite a a pessimist and quite a, a suspicious guy, and I think that's rubbed off on of me. And I think it's important to like remember that um, you know these people they are businessmen at the end of the day, and it's all about making and ter- if, in terms of like major record labels and that it's, it's about making money. They want to make money, which is absolutely sure. which is there's nothing, sure there's, nothing fair, but... there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's just important to remember that and not be like and not get caught up in all this like all this mad shit so
0: with that in mind then and also even further in the back of my kind of those early days of just having fun uh, with friends Mm -hmm. you mentioned uh, that writing new songs was terrifying Um, Mm -hmm. you jested uh, that you were too lazy to write after having some time up so so what what has the process been like kind of getting new thoughts onto paper then for you the, the, are are you going in the same direction of previous songs how do you perceive kind of your your growing songwriting skills
1: um i don't know man i think the more you do something the better you get at it at least mm. i hope that's the case um it's just practice that's all do, mm. man and it's like it's, it's i haven't tried to like i haven't ripped up the rule book and like experimented mm. with this new record at all I'm like I've I've kind of stuck down the same path, and yeah, I, I I think the album's much better, and I think um, it does this album. It obviously has natural progressions, and I think there's a lot of stuff I've learned about production and how I want my albums to sound, and right. um, I know the people I want to work with and things. But in terms of songwriting, it's just allowing allowing. I didn't want to like overthink things too much, and and because everyone. Excuse me, everyone talks about this, like, difficult second record and, yeah. oh, will you be able to deliver and all the rest of it? And it's like, you have to kind of, like, not think about that when you're when you're making the record, because it's it's one of those things where you need to just, just write the songs. Just that's it. Just go in and write songs and pick the best ones to be on the album. That's it. Like, I uh, I tried to make it th- th- that sort of, like, I tried to make that um, process and that sort of, like, Thing as simple as humanly possible. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, man. It, it wasn't something I tried to like delve too deep into or overthink too, because I'm a, I'm a big anxious guy anyway, and I'm an overthinker and catastrophizer and all the rest of it. Oh. So, it was one of those things where I just tried to keep it as as simple as possible. Go and write songs about things that you've been through, things that you know. Come out at the end of it pick the best 12, 13, 14, whatever, put them on an album, done. Like that was that was my approach to it. And I think, um, I hope that has, I mean, most, it might end up being a bad approach. We'll see if the album flops or not, but um, <laughs> but yeah, man, we'll see. It's, it's, I just didn't want to like get too caught up in, oh, this is a second record and I need to think about how I'm writing songs and et cetera, et cetera. I'm just, um, yeah, I just wanted to keep it as as, as simple as possible.
0: Yeah, fair enough. One thing I hear, I hear from uh, songwriters is, is that you also have to live life a little bit before you can can continue writing. So, so, and then you did somewhat of a social media blackout and and kind of taking time away. And then obviously the world burst into flames and we, we were all stuck at home. But yeah. uh, was it important for you to step away and to, to kind of focus on just being a normal guy?
1: Absolutely. I think it was one of those things where... Uh you have to like, I think for, for, I didn't actually come off Twitter and Instagram and all that for myself. I kind of was like, people have had enough. You know what I mean? I was like, give people, a, I need to give people a bit of a fucking break from my incessant sort of like, please buy this, please buy this, how you doing, blah, 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 blah. Like, I think it was important for me to like, um, let people, give people a bit of a break, relax, all the rest of it. Um, so yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, for me it was just fun to like be out and, and as you say, like I, I I never went to university, for example, right? So when all my friends were out leaving the house, leaving home for the first time and and, and moving out and stuff, um and, and, and partying and all the rest of it, that was one of the things that I kinda got to dip in and out of but I always lived at home until quite even quite recently, to be honest yeah. with you. So um it was one of those things. So uh so yeah, I just kinda I I say I probably had my like university experience, like that sort of like being out and and, and going out getting pissed all the time and all this. I had that sort of experience over like 2021 was probably um, the the majority of that. So it was like, it was amazing though, man. It was great fun. And it was like, I think it was, it was, it was necessary as well. After working so hard for three years or whatever, it's like, um, it was a big, it was a big, it was a big thing for me to like go and just, let as you say, experience things and and, and enjoy being like a 23-year-old guy, do you know what I mean? Living in a big city. So um, so that was the, the kind of the aim and the hope. To this
0: might be a little bit too yeah. philosophical, but is there something that that's, that you realised about yourself by just going, as you mentioned, having that kind of somewhat of a college experience, some, something that a lot of young people do and have to have that kind of, I don't want to say right of passage, but you, you get yeah. what I'm
1: saying. So, yeah, I realised that if I wanted to, I could really go off the rails. For sure. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I realised that if I didn't keep myself in check, I could probably I could probably if it wasn't for like my parents and my family, <laughs> et cetera, I could probably go right off the rails.
0: Um what you back
1: in? Uh, yeah, yeah, they they reel me back in. Uh, the fact that I'm the fact that when I drink too much I get anxiety as well as okay. another like is another as another like God given like it's a it's it sounds bad, but it's a gift because it means that I can't I can't Go too crazy otherwise I just end up having a panic attack in my bedroom for four days on end. But like um so yeah, it was it was pretty um it was pretty uh it was pretty funny in that respect. But like um but yeah man, I think it was just it was one of those things. It was uh, it was it was just about sort of hitting a reset button, if anything. Because it was like mm. you go away for I I'd say I started coming out to London when I was 19 or something, so it's like it's one of those things of you know, um, starting to sort of. I was just having like uh, like catching up basically on all the stuff, the stupid shit that I didn't get up to, um, because I was away touring etc. So, um, so yeah, man, I I just realised that that I didn't I didn't really have any massive philosophical changes in my life, but um, yeah. it was one of those things where I was like, Do you know what, this is this is I enjoyed it, man. It was it was good. I had a great time and. Um, I think it was I think it was nice It was nice to sort of like Let off like a pressure valve Or something And just be like "All right, that's great I've done it now I've kind of got out of my system I don't really The idea of going on Like a four day bender Or whatever now Doesn't really Doesn't really appeal to me anymore Even like going out for one night now Is like A bit intense Do you know what I mean So (laughs) um, uh, So I try my best to like So it was nice It's nice to have done it And like dealt with that and scratched that itch for a bit and now I'm ready to kind of crack on do you know what I mean
0: yeah fair enough it's uh yeah it's, it you need to live life and then all that pressure that builds up because I can imagine the bre- pressure is starting to build now again because of the the album coming out so so what are you doing to or let me phrase it differently how how do you perceive the next let's say 6 months how do you Try to fill that in and try to kind of get back into, or, or find a healthy way of, of, or a healthy balance of, of the work and, and and being a normal person.
1: I think it's about like for me, it's about like doing a lot less boozing, as yeah. I said. So not boozing as much. Um, trying to exercise again. I haven't exercised in like three years or something. So okay. trying to like, trying to, like um, get back into that frame of mind with things. Um, I've tried to, I've started doing like meditations and all the <laughs> rest of it which is something I've never been into before but it, it surprisingly does help I never thought I'd be the kind of person that um, that would that work for but um, so we're doing that um, another thing I've been doing is like seeing a therapist I think is a quite a big thing Um, that's been quite nice I've just like sort of um, just sort of like be having someone to vent to rather than it being like something that I just keep everything in and, 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 and then let it spill over. Um, mm-hmm. And just being like a bit more forgiving with myself. Like, I don't think... I think on the first time round, I was like quite heavily sort of like, ah, fuck, you should be doing more. You should be doing this. You should be oh. doing this. And this time round, I'm like, you know what? Don't be so hard on yourself. Chill out. It's fine. Calm down. It's not like a big fucking... No, it's not the end of the world, and it's kind of like about, yeah. As I say, just sort of, just sort of like going easy on myself a bit more this time around.
0: Sounds very healthy and very good, mm. Louis. Um, as always, very uh, my pleasure to talk to you. Likewise, oh, um, man. I wish you all the best in the uh, in the coming months. Thank and, you. Uh,